What's up, guys? Got Brian Zianskowski. I think I pronounced that right on this episode. And this was a great one. I really enjoyed this a lot. We, he gets into some book recommendations, some podcast recommendations. But he talked about how to talk to agents at open houses, like a skill that I think every inspector needs to sharpen or revisit and refocus on, especially coming into the environment we're coming into. I recorded this one back in July. So again, I'm still getting caught up on episodes. Um, so there could be some references to the summer and maybe even the first half of the year, which is a very different environment than we're in now, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but he also talks about being vulnerable and how to think about kind of success and your habits. Talks about using Instagram, which is kind of a common trend. A lot of inspectors are getting on there and getting active, which I love seeing because it's a great way to connect with agents. He talks a little bit about his strategy there. Um, he also talks about new construction inspections, 11 month warranty inspections, um, some branding 101 that every inspector I think could learn a ton from. So there's a lot in this episode basically. Um, but shout out to everybody that listens to all of these. I've been talking to a lot of you lately because we just got done um, going to the Internachi conference, the IEB conference. Um, so thank you for letting me know you guys listen and that these are helpful. Um, hope they continue to be helpful. Um, and guys, posting this now it's november this is the season to focus on your marketing to focus on your outreach to agents um so whatever it is reach out to us to see if there's a way we can help whether it's the websites whether it's spectora advanced um we'd love to hear from you guys because now is the time to kind of sharpen the tools um and to kind of sustain during this down period so we've put out more content around that but again thank you to everybody and um, i appreciate you guys listening and hope you enjoy the episode how's life man how's business been going how's uh, the holiday weekend i guess more importantly yeah man it's been awesome uh we've had some company out here over the fourth of july um so we actually went whale watching <laughs> wow yeah that was pretty cool um i've never been living in washington it's kind of like one of those things you just you don't do because you live here <laughs> so where do you go for that? Cause I was actually looking at a map and I was just getting refamiliarizing myself with like the Seattle Tacoma area. So, um, it's in Seattle. It's, you leave out of Edmonds, um, and Edmonds, they take you up by the San Juan islands. Um, and there you see like, um, gray whales, killer whales. Um, it's pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah. We think we've seen like nine killer whales and, uh, one gray whale. So it was neat. <laughs> really? Was it, was that your first time? Well, yeah, that was my first time out there. So, I mean, it was like a four hour boat ride. Um, so, I mean, you know, I thought I was gonna get bored and all that, but honestly, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, the people that run the boat are actually like researchers. So they're giving you like real, you know, knowledge and stuff rather than, you know, some SeaWorld stuff. <laughs> Any crazy facts to, that you retained? Anything crazy that you didn't know that you, you uh, want to educate uh, yeah, us on? Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, so the, the oldest one of that pod was like a grandmother. She was like 53 years old. And I guess um, when when they have babies, you, they never leave the mom. So they're there the whole their whole life, and they just kind of create their pods like that and and do it. Wow, so, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. <laughs> man, I, we could take this a, a couple different directions, but like yeah. just the sheer like size of them too is always like it, like did it make you feel uh, either scared or small or insignificant or like did you yeah, have I mean, any other it, weird thoughts like, like gray whale? It actually came up right next to the boat and like blew his thing, and I was like oh my god it was just so big like yeah and like i said it's like real life you know so it's not it's not like you're at the zoo or something so yeah. it was neat amazing i thought i thought it was always a thing in the winter months but i guess not it's this this is the right time of year to do it up there right uh, i think you can go year-round year-round um, and they guarantee you see whales too so 
um that's cool <laughs> yeah no many places where you get that we're like we yeah, guarantee right? you're gonna see something cool yep very cool man um well cool like people obviously know you're kind of in the seattle area but let's just give the quick rundown of kind of your background and how long you guys have been around and kind of uh you know how you got to this point okay yeah um so i'm originally from kansas city um we actually have only lived out here uh lived lived out here four years um, okay. I was originally stationed out here in the Navy um, mm -hmm. and I got out in 2013 and we moved back home to Kansas City uh, for five years um, and we just, it just wasn't the same um, after being in the military and everything and then getting home and everybody's kind of doing the same thing and we're just like, oh man, like, you know, why did we leave? <laughs> <laughs> so basically it took like five years to like save up and get back out here and, and, you know, here, here we are now. So um, yeah, and my company, I uh, started it about a year and four months ago, so we're still pretty new um, out here, you know, just getting it, trying to figure things out. Uh, <laughs> so, a great year and a half, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, it's been a blast. Like, it's been so much fun. Um, I've learned so much and just just everything I didn't know, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into some of the specifics, but yeah, you've yeah. had a great head start. You've had a great year and a half. Um, what did you do in the Navy? And thank you for your service, by the way. I, oh, I mentioned this every time someone says they serve Mike and I grew up air force kids. Um, great respect. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I was actually an ABH, but I actually didn't. So that's a, the aviation boatswain's mate handler. Um, so basically what they actually do is like launch the boat, uh, the aircraft off the boat. Um, but I never actually did that a day in the Navy. Um, <laughs> when I got there, they sent me to uh, PryFly, which is uh, it, they work right above um, the captain. So okay. on the O10 level. Um, and basically what that is, it's like flight ops. We identify what aircrafts are coming in, log them. Um, we have to know what, what's actually coming in. So they set the correct tension on the lines and stuff like that. So um, I did a lot of that. Um, I worked on the flight deck a little bit, but for the most part, it was, you know, not a very hard job, stressful sometimes, but yeah, it is what it is. Where all were you stationed? Uh, just here in Bremerton. Okay. Um, as far as like being able to explore Washington, everything, I just didn't ever get a chance to. Um, we were always out to sea. I think we did two nine month deployments within like four months of each other. So it was crazy. Really? I was yeah <laughs> um where all did where did you go or i guess where did where did that take oh, you just out at sea yeah we did two golf tours so we did like okay. bahrain singapore dubai um malaysia um i think that's it thailand um so we've seen all those places uh, it was that was a lot of fun quite an experience um i felt young now leaking back now i felt like a kid you know in that time so i wish i would have enjoyed it a little more uh now being older but you didn't know yeah. what you didn't know i guess right in terms yeah, of what exactly. travel yeah, to do just for like you. oh man i gotta do this oh man you know like uh instead of just kind of like taking it for what it was and and enjoying it i was always just like wanting to do something else <laughs> right instead of being like wow uh this different culture and people let me learn a little bit about it yeah 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 but i think that was you know that was important it helped me you know grow as a person and, and that kind of stuff too so yeah so good after the after the Navy, why home inspections? I'm always so fascinated of how people got exposed to it and like what piqued your interest. So I think I always knew that I wanted to start my own business or mm -hmm. something. Um, I just didn't know what. I've had so many jobs, just different ones. Um, name name my, some of them. Yeah. What are some of those? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've worked in retail. I've worked construction, commercial. I've worked in a psych ward. 
Um, doing, yeah. We're doing what? Uh, I was a mental health tech. So I basically just looked over like adolescents and uh, the seniors and stuff like that. People that just had like mental disorders and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, I thought I wanted to go in the medical field, to be honest, at the mm -hmm. beginning. Um, but just quickly found that I liked, you know, building stuff and construction and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, still living in Kansas City, uh, my wife, um, she came home one day and was like, you know what, let's move. Um, I had just recently been laid off. So I was a stay at home dad um, with my newborn. Um, so I was doing that. She's like, let's just go. Let's sell the house and go. And so four months later, we were on our way out here. Um, <laughs> so she, you guys had, had you guys talked about that? You've, it sounds like yeah, you talked a little bit about years, like what if we just went somewhere talked about it and finally we're in a spot where we could just sell the house and and go you know um and we did of course our family and everybody was like no don't do it <laughs> but we had an eight month old uh so getting out here i took the first job i could find which was a uh, hardwood floors um and that was the only job i had out here um and uh shout out to jason and malia kids out wood flooring uh, honestly i would not be here uh without that job um, so they, they gave you a job you're installing yeah so installing refinishing hardwood floors um it was pretty much pretty straightforward job it was a lot of hard work but a lot of downtime as far as like to yourself because right. it's very loud um so i used to always have a podcast on you know and i'd be listening to business podcasts just everything um and we had this one day where we had a job that was like a week long uh -huh. and the guy was in and out in and out and i was like man what does this guy do like he's just i like his schedule like he's always home and then he leaves and he comes back clean and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is it and so finally i asked him he's like oh you know i'm a home inspector um and i was like really and i was like well do you like that and he's like oh it's an adventure i love it you know every day something new i run my own schedule um this that and the other um and his name is actually joe he actually i, I message him all the time he's kind of like a, a mentor to me he lives in i think pittsburgh now but uh-huh yeah he lived out here then um but yeah long story short after that i kind of researched it um, looked around at like different companies and seen what they were doing, how they were doing it. Um, I have been on the bad end of a home inspection before, so I kind of knew about it and knew how, you know, what it, what it was. And, um, so out here you have to be licensed. Yep. Uh, so I did my whole, um, 120 class hours, 40 shadow hours, um, I took the test, um, uh, which I took three times. <laughs> I've heard it's a doozy up there. Holy oh, man, it, it was. Uh, it, I fished it by four questions the first time, two the second time. Oh. And I got it right on, like right what you need to get to pass the third time. Um, after that second time, though, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, it was pretty discouraging. I was just like, why is this? It's, it really wasn't hard. Um, it just was weird how they position the questions. They give you two right answers. And it was, I'm just not a test taker, you know, sitting for yeah. two hours, you know, look reading is just <laughs> yeah i'm not sure where i stand on states that have tests that are hard to navigate hard to pass um i just i'm not sure where i stand on if it's a good indication yeah i mean i think i i i'm i like it um i know it sucked going through it at first but i think it weeds out a lot of people that don't belong true um because like, you know, taking it three times, like I really wanted it, you know, I did it. I could have very well just gave up and said, you know what, I'll do something else. True. Um, it definitely weeds out the people that don't want it enough. Um, and you know, the people that are good at test taking, shoot, they'll pass it first try. So. Right. No, that's a good point. It, it, it keeps it clean, keeps the industry yeah, definitely. clean. Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, back home in Kansas city, you don't have to be uh, licensed, you know, you could just, I think just 
I think it's a certification or shoot. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Anybody same with Colorado. You could roll out of bed, become a home inspector. Yeah. Turn off a business card. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, uh, you go through that grind and you were still working, I take it while you were studying. Yeah, so about that, man. Um, they were awesome, awesome bosses. Uh, it was a small company, just a husband and wife. It was me and two other employees. Um, and so he was very helpful, supportive the whole time. You know, anytime I needed time off to go do whatever I needed to do, um, he would let me do it. Um, and then one day I was like, hey, you know, I, I was going to, you know, maybe go part time and just do this home inspection thing on the side. But I think I'm just going to dive all in and quit. <laughs> and I go because like I, I, I just being at that job just would, would like make me crazy because I felt like I could be doing other things to get inspections. And, um, I just was wasting so much time, you know, putting in floors and killing my knees. Uh, just the work was, was hard, but the job was great. Um, uh, but they, uh, so I ended up just quitting. Um, I think I gave him like a month notice. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was perfectly okay with that. He was, you know, super chill. Um, and he actually kept me on temp. So, <laughs> in nice. case it didn't work out for me, I could just come back um, yeah. and, and, and work. Um, and actually, I have came back a couple times just to help him out, you know, because he a guy behind. So I was like, yeah, you know, I don't have any inspection. I come up, help you. Um, so it's been a really great relationship with them. And honestly, I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. So it was, you know, it's very nice of them to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you, where were you at in the process of getting licensed or in the business when you did quit and said, all right. So I was licensed um, and I was just kind of figuring out everything. I had my uniform in line that I was going to wear. I had kind of like, you know, my motto, uh, you know, what we were going to be about. I had my core values out. Um, and this is like post Unite too. So um, like, you know, it's kind of cool. I guess we'll get into that a little bit later, but just knowing that I was on the right track being there. Um, Cause I did, I already had my core values and like what I was about and who we were going to target, which was like a lot, you know, heavy military. Yeah. Um, because this is a military area, lots of people stationed here. Um, you know, when we get out of the, the military, we, there's not, we don't know anything. Um, I got me, I bought a house, uh, had a federal Pacific panel foundation problems. The main drain was clay. <laughs> so <laughs> we had all kinds of things to fix and we had no idea because the home inspector didn't take the time to, you know, tell us we didn't even, he asked us to not even be there, which is insane. Um, um... Yeah. So where yeah. did your instincts come from to do all those things? Because that's not, uh, I, don't, I can't say that's typical for people to be thoughtful about their values, who they're targeting, their motto, their branding. Where, where does that come from in you to ha even have the instinct to do all that? Um, books and podcasts. Boom. Yeah, I am a podcast junkie. Give us a few. Give us your go-tos or your favorites. Uh, I really like uh, School of Greatness um i'm gonna write these down because i'm i'm a podcast junkie yeah um school of greatness with lewis howe um that's good um your podcast i listened to it since the beginning um, awesome <laughs> um ed Milet, uh his podcast is good um the real af uh with andy Frasilla. so it's kind of different now back in the day it was called mf ceo um okay. and he um he's like the founder of uh, think first form or whatever 
but he, he puts out a lot of good stuff on, you know, service and how, you know, companies should be ran. And I, I spent so many hours listening to these podcasts and it's funny because I'd be listening to my headphones and, you know, they'd say something, I'd pause it and I would completely stop working what I was doing and go run over and write it down. down in my little black book. And the guy would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, dude, he's, he's telling me good stuff. <laughs> you know, well, like, I'm learning here. Yeah, I got to write this down. Um, and so, yeah, that that's really where a lot of it stemmed from was just that and, you know, just just putting it together and actually, you know, going after it. Um, let's let's like pause on this for a sec, because it's, it's a common theme on this pod and others where it's like people that read, listen to audiobooks or listen to pods. They soak up information and it sounds simple just saying it right. Even when I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah, just listen to what other people are doing yeah, that right? worked and then you do it. A lot of people don't do this though. So like, how did you build that muscle or like, where did that come from? Have you always listened to books or read books or like? Um, so I've always read books. Um, actually, I remember being in the Navy reading like, you know, self-help books and they're just like making fun of me. Like, well, what are you reading those self-help books? Right. Like, oh, I just like it. I don't know why. It just, you know, it hypes me up. It gets me motivated. Um, so I, I just, I like the way it makes me feel. Kind like of did that. your parents uh, ingrain that in you or us along the way? Were you just like, oh, let's, let me just pick up this book and see I if I can. It up. Honestly, the, the first one that I ever read that got me was The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Uh, yeah, I read that the first time. And after reading that one self-help book, it was just, you know, it was just downhill from there as far as reading that went. Uh, so <laughs> awesome. I'm going to link to all these, by the way, uh, okay, yeah. listening. Yeah. Yeah. I think the author of that one is Joseph Murray. Uh, Joseph Murray. Okay. Power of the subconscious mind. That was the, that was probably the, the one that tipped me off for all of them. And now I have like a, just a bookcase of them. <laughs> you know, and again, it's like, I found the light over COVID because I've always been a terrible reader. Cause I'd fall asleep. I would just like yeah. lay in bed, read the, read a book, just pass out after like one page. Yep. Over COVID, I kind of discovered audiobooks, uh, finally took the leap and got uh, the subscription um, yeah. on um, Audible. Yep. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. It's just information pumping into my brain that I can reuse and exactly. apply in my life. It gets addicting. Yep, exactly. And at that like hardwood flooring job, I'd listen to Audible, um, podcasts, really all of that stuff. Um, any, any really business book I'd get my hands on, um, I was all about it. And then once I had met Joe um, and knew that I was going to go into home inspection. I just spent all that time listening to home inspection podcasts, every single one, um, because, you know, everybody has a little, a little bit of their self and each of their business, you know, and just pull out the things that you like and don't like, see if it works. Um, you know, I'm, I think of myself pretty competitive and I like to just, you know, try new things to see if they work, if they don't work, you know, and just kind of go from there it's it's, it's fun <laughs> what were if you think back what were some of the um just themes or gems where you were like okay i know i got to execute on this when you were new so as you listened to a bunch of pods read books what were some of your focuses out the out the gate i have to get in front of people um you know you can have a flashy website which i do um, you can have a cool name, you can have really anything, uh, yeah. but if you're not in front of people, you know, telling them who you are, uh, what you're about, then, you know, they just don't know you. Um, I think I listened to Grant Cardone who says they don't know you, they can't flow you. So oh, he's great for motivation. You know, some, everyone has their opinions on him, but yeah. I'm like in terms of run through a wall, 10 X actions, like no yeah. one got me yeah. more excited than him. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally, he's not for everybody, but I mean, if you're wanting to do that, like you said, that 10 X type of stuff, he's the guy, you know, 
And, you know, taking that first step, I think as a home inspector, just having the courage to just do it um, is where you find the real you is like, you know, the real you exists. Um, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got a call on the screen. Just went away. Oh, you're good. Um, but no, I feel like that's really, um, that's really when it comes out um, and, and you see what, what you're about. Um, I know me going, I did my first open house and I was just nervous as could be. Um, I didn't have really any goodies for them or nothing. I just had some business cards. Uh, Hold up. So <laughs> when, walk us through that. So was it, you woke up, you, you realized you was, did you hear you need to do that? And then you decided like, okay, this weekend, I'm going to yeah. hit up an open house. Basically. Yeah. Um, I got on Instagram. So I'm big on Instagram. Yep. Um, so I, I, I just, I am because that's where all the agents I are. see you on there all the time. Yeah. I see you on there. Props to you. Props yeah. To you. The agents love Instagram. They like Facebook, but I really feel like Instagram's kind of like the cool thing right it now. Is. So, um, it really wasn't even my plan to become this Instagram person. Uh, it just kind of fell in that way. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, what, what was your thought process there? You saw the agents were there. Was it as simple as I got to be where they're at? Yeah, I basically message them all. Say, hey, my name's Brian. I'm with Home Trooper. Can I come and say hi to you at your open house? And they'd be like, yeah, you know. And so that way they kind of know I'm coming. Makes it less of a surprise, you know, almost for me. Um, but no, Ooh. that first one, uh, I was I was nervous. Uh, I walked in, and actually it was two agents there, uh -huh. um, and the guy's like, oh, here's the creepy inspector, and I'm just like, oh my, what? Yeah. Oh my god, just. So I was like, oh, unnecessary. Man. Yeah, and unhelpful then, comment. Long story short, uh, that agent actually ended up becoming a good friend. Uh, really? And he, he, yeah, he uses me all the time. We've actually commuted with each other to uh, a, a, an inspection near Canada. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, like you know, I didn't have anything with me, just two like, some business cards and and words. So what was the conversation starter after you get hit with that immediate, like, oh my God, I'm getting like, yeah. well, I'm getting bullied here. Like, how do yeah, I start like, the conversation? Yeah, I'm, just a, I'm a new inspector around, um, you know, I'm just out here trying to, you know, earn my stripes, you know, basically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just new. Basically, I wasn't really scared to tell people that I was new. Um, okay, that's because, big. Because, you know, they can, they can figure that out on their own. Um, and it's, it wasn't that, it didn't really bother me that, that much. I know some guys that I've sat down with are like, Oh, I just don't want to tell people I'm new. And it's like, I think being vulnerable is important. Um, you know, like it, they pick up on that, you know, and they're just like, Oh, wow. This guy's like out here trying to like, get it, you know, like he's, you know, not behind a computer screen. He's actually, you know, in the field trying to get business, you know, and people respect that they really do. Um, and you know, both of those agents that were there, they use me almost every time. And this is like a year and four months later. So like, like it's, it's just the power of actually getting in front of people. Yeah. You, I love the V word vulnerable. It, it comes up more and more. I think it's a, something our industry is a, maybe slower to adopt given some of the, you know, demographics and some, you know, it's older men, a lot in our industry. And sometimes, yeah. you know, I can say it like, we're not all the best at being vulnerable all the time. It's something yeah. we have to it kind of purposely do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so what did you guys talk? Did you just chat them up and say, Hey, how's it going today? You know? Yeah. Basically just chatted them up. I know I looked nervous. I was just like, probably shaking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, but I I'm big. I've, I heard this quote, uh, I think on a podcast, but it says a uh, success or fear or success is on the other side of fear. Um, so like, you know, th that stuff just made me nervous really getting in front of people, but like I wanted it to work out so bad that I did not care. Um, so I kind of came up with this new model, man, let's just get awkward. Like how awkward can we make this, you know? Um, and now it's not really awkward anymore. I almost feel like they're the awkward ones. 
<laughs> when yeah. you do an open house, you know, you're ready with what you got to say and they're the ones caught off guard. So if you look at it like that, I, it really, it helped me anyway. Oh, um, I love this. This is so yeah. good. I, that, <laughs> this is going to be the title of the episode is let's get awkward because yeah. if you, it sounds like you embraced that and leaned into it. Totally, and man. Stop like, taking I yourself have, so serious. Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I was very awkward at first. Like I'm new. Um, I didn't really model anybody. I didn't have like, uh, like a, a go-to mentor or company to copy. So I kind of just like kind of did my own thing and put, you know, place things in place and just kind of seeing how, how people took to it and, and kind of went from there. So you left your cards and was like, hopefully they call or did you get their cards? How did the ending? Yeah. So I left out? my cards. Um, they, they gave me theirs. Um, and I just kept on with Instagram, you know, posting, uh, but not just posting anything. I think it's, it's important to post like, good content you know like we're inspectors so there is so many things we can post on and give knowledge about you know um distances you know um just safety precautions all kinds of stuff to you know put out that's you know better than just posting the picture of like the house you just inspected yeah. you know that to me is, is just useless posting um so I really don't post anything unless it has to do with like content or, you know, trying to make it funny, putting a pun in there. Um, a new big thing is these reels that people are doing now. Yeah. Um, I've done a few of those. Um, shoot. I, and that was very weird for me to do at first. Like I just <laughs> getting in front of a video and acting all goofy and then posting it. Um, you know, it was very nerve wracking, but just doing it and, and seeing where it went is it, it just went and people took to it and they liked it. And, you know, now it's a thing that I feel like I have to keep up on now. <laughs> yeah. How did you bust through the awkwardness of video? Because that's like the next level. I want to get to your Instagram feed in a second. Cause I love, I love what I'm seeing on it. You got over, you know, a thousand followers. You're doing great on there. So, but yeah. the video stuff, scary, right? Like real, yeah, it it's kind of like, there's this pressure of like, I got to be a certain way. How did, yeah. how did you step yourself through that? Well, I mean, it's a little easier cause it's not you just like talking right it's kind of like a voiceover type thing um but really just just taking that first step and just doing it and hitting post um you know that that's really all it takes yeah you're gonna look dumb you feel dumb um but other people watching it don't think that um you know it's just you how you think um and you just you really got to get out of your own way um <laughs> yeah and, and once you once people can do that i think it you know business and just everything it just becomes a little bit easier you know um, just yeah. keeping it lighter. And like you said, you know, embracing the awkwardness. It's, it's important. <laughs> yeah. Just got to take action, take action. Yeah. So it's home.troopers, your handle. I'm looking, you, you got this cute little graphic of yourself on there. Uh, the little emoji guy. I yeah. And that, that. Obviously that was an accident too. I posted him once on like a, a content post and somebody's like, Oh, I really like that guy. So I just kept incorporating him. And now he's like the home trooper character, you know? I so. love that. How did you come <laughs> up with that? um bit emoji so it's like actually me but just in that character like how did you how'd you hear about it uh it's an app on in the app store so um i just i seen uh, i've seen bits and pieces of people doing that before and i was like yeah. oh, let me create a character and really i didn't know what it was going to be or anything it's, it's just one of those you know just trying it out and seeing if it works kind Amazing. of thing yeah i love it I, you know, when I, I always do the eye test when I scroll someone's Instagram account to see if I believe they're doing it right. And it's like, mm -hmm. you got some house stuff, you yeah. got some, um, you know, like holidays related stuff. You got reviews, you got funny, and then yeah. you got personal with your son there. Like amazing. Great mix. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. And like that, that, that's to me is super important. Um, you know, I get a lot of business from Instagram. Um, it's, 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 it's important to use because we can get out, we can reach so many people with just one little platform, you know, sure. Getting in front of people is like the ultimate. Yes, we have to do that, but you can only see so many people in one day. Exactly. Whereas like Instagram, you know, you put your reel out and they can almost learn about you before actually getting to meet you. Um, so it's kind of, kind of like that, you know, first, um, icebreaker really. I mean, and the icebreaker is you doing some goofy thing on a reel. So nothing's going to be, you know, weirder than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you, let's, I mean, that I want to double down on that of saying, if someone feels like they have a, a handle on who you are and can get to know you, they're much more likely to trust you with, with their Exactly. Yeah. Cause right? I mean, if you look like a good, you know, you know, a person, um, you're clean cut, uh, you know, I have my uniform on always. Um, that to me is important. I'm, I'm sure that's the military speaking out of me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's an amazing advantage in, in the business. Yeah, you know, it's, it is super important to me, just how, how I present myself, you know, because not only am I presenting myself, I'm presenting the agent because the agent's, you know, right. calling me for the home inspection. And now I'm representing this agent with the client. So I want them to look, you know, fantastic in front of the client. So, you know, I don't want to look like a slob or, you know, be, you know, grumpy or rude or just in the zone whatever it is that, you know, home inspectors do, like I, I embrace the client being there. Um, I embrace them walking around with me talking. I, I actually like it. You know, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Love it. Um, let's, I want to circle back to this, but I, I like also knowing you did the first uh, open house. How did, was that how you got your first couple inspections or how did you get the first couple? Do you remember the source of them or how you, how you got rolling or was yeah. it all just open houses? Yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah, Instagram, the very first one, I, I sent out a bunch of messages, just basically, hey, my name's Brian, I'm a, you know, yeah. the inspector of Home Trooper, um, you know, I'm looking to grow my network kind of thing, um, if you ever need a service, you know, we're here, um, and somebody called me on, like, the first day, and I was like, oh my god, somebody's scheduling what? online, I got that little text message, and I was like, this is cool, you know, and um, yeah, and so it ended up being, like, two hours away, which, you know, whatever, I did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the inspector that will go where you go. I don't, I just, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So then how yeah. did it get rolling from there? You just continued the things that were working and then, uh, Basically, yeah. Um, a lot of my, um, business is, is fairly organic and just word mm -hmm. of mouth. Um, you know, agent uses me, they use me again, then they refer me to, you know, their, their friends and that kind of stuff. Uh, Instagram has been huge. Uh, open houses though we usually try to do those every weekend if I can um, obviously I've been getting a lot busier lately so I haven't really been able to go into open houses like I have been but um, yeah we, we kind of bring goodies now and stuff you know more we're, we're we've advanced since the business cards yeah yeah <laughs> so it has in do they seem to take to that where it's just like um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's hit and miss. Sometimes you'll show up with like a baggie, you know, and we'll have like a, a water, a kind bar. Um, I think for the first of the year, we had these little cards that said, hope you have a lot of luck this year, which L O T T A, um, and gave them like a $1 scratcher with a kind bar. Mm -hmm. And some people are just like, Oh, like, Oh, what is this? You know? And they're just confused. And, but then others are like, Oh my God, this is so cute. Oh, yeah. And so that, you know, it's just being memorable, um, just doing something to help them remember you and just being known really, um, that that's what it's about. 
love the scratch tickets idea. Like I love yeah. the creativity, man. Like That's totally yeah. my wife, man. She is the creative person behind all those <laughs> ideas and the gifts and the giveaways and all of that. So that's amazing. Great to leverage that. Is she in the business? Does she help or just kind of peripherally? Yeah, uh, more so peripherally now. Um, she kind of does like the operation stuff um, when I can't, uh, but she's also a full-time dental hygienist. Okay. So, so yeah, she's at work four days a week. So she just, she does what she can. Beautiful. Um, which makes sense with the goodie bags. Cause at the dentist, it's like, you get the little goodie bag when, you know, when you yeah. walk up, when you're done yeah. with your, <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. Let's talk kind of growth in the future and kind of, you know, you mentioned IUB, um, how you kind of got into that and what it, what it's kind of done for you. Yeah. I feel like honestly, IUB found me. Um, like I, like I said, I feel like I had the mindset down, um, the core values and everything. And I just kept seeing it pop up. Um, IUB, IUB. And I was like, what is this like organization? And so I finally looked into it and I messaged uh, a home inspector, uh, at home inspections out of, a. I think it's Bakersfield, Jamie. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, I see you're in this IEB. I go, is this something worth signing up to? Or like, what even is it? You know, and he's like, hey, uh, yeah, you should definitely join. And Unite is next month. I'll see you there. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, okay. He goes, you should definitely make it out if you can. And I was like, looking into it. And I was like, man, tickets are like $700 for non members or whatever. He's like, well, no problem. I have an extra ticket for you. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so really all I had to do was get out there. Um, and so long story short, I got out there and experienced Unite uh, firsthand. And man, I was, I was blown away. Shoot. It, it was so cool. I was sad when it was over. Yeah. <laughs> what, what blew you away about it? Give, give us some highlights. Just uh, being around all everybody that's like-minded, you know, like everybody there wants to grow a big company. And, and that's, that was my mindset from the jump. Like I did not want to be the guy in a truck you know, which I am right now, but, you know, I, I definitely want a bigger company down the road. Um, and, you know, talking to people like outside of IEB, you know, around locally, you know, when you talk to them about that kind of stuff, you almost come off as like an alien, you know, um, it's really unrelatable. They're just, they don't have that, like, you know, that type of mindset, you know, so being around everybody like that, it was just so cool. And then hearing Dirk up there, give his speeches and um, Greg and all of them, it, like, it was cool. And I honestly felt like I was around a bunch of celebrities because I've been watching all of these people for over a year and hearing them on podcasts and um, everybody was so nice and encouraging and supportive. It's just like, I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to be a part of that, you know, like, it's so nice. And now I have like, you know, all of these people in my corner, if I have questions or problems or just anything comes up, like people that actually want to see you win. So uh, it's cool. Our community, right? Yeah, it is. It is a great community. So what did you come away wanting to execute on from that conference? Was there any hot, you know, one, two, three, I got, I have to focus on this or what goals yeah, I think being just being more intentional I think uh just starting out you know I was trying to just do all these different things like I need to do this I need to do that I'm not doing this you know just you know paying attention to you know bigger companies that are years ahead of me um that just I don't think it was serving me well you know trying to do a hundred different things at once so really just being intentional um and picking out that one thing like what what are we doing and let's just execute the crap out of that. And for me, it was just service, like just be, um, I honestly, I don't know where I heard this. It may have been your podcast, but somebody said they have an unmatched will to serve. And that's like, mm. 
that is my motto now, you know, like that is unmatched. It, I'm getting my truck wrapped and everything this month and I'm putting that on there. Cause it's just, that's a great tagline. Yeah. That's a great tagline, man. It's just that, Cause you know, in, in the, in the long run, you're not, you're not in business to take care of you. You're in business to solve problems and um, you know, really change people's lives, helping, helping people, um, you know, rather, even though it is only just a home inspection, um, you could be saving somebody's life potentially, or, you know, right. saving them tons and tons of money. So it's, you know, it is a big deal. And I like to, you know, take it very seriously. I love it because that speaks to a, a, a deeper purpose. Anything surface level can be replicated. It, it feels you lack, it's not going to push you through hard times when there's no purpose of like, what am I educating homeowners? Am I helping them on their journey, keeping in touch with them? Um, I love that. I love powerful taglines too. I'm a sucker for yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> being an effective uh, entrepreneur really just starts with service. Yeah. Uh, I think if you make that your top priority, you can just go from there and kind of branch off. But really that just going above and beyond. Yeah. So what are you seeing in the current market? What are you feeling kind of hearing out there from agents? Everyone always kind of, you know, with the recession on the horizon um, and home sales, you know, not crashing, but taking a dip back down to where they were prior to COVID. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing out there? Honestly, I'm, I don't know. I keep asking agents, like, what is going on? Um, like, this is weird. I don't know. Is it correcting itself? Um, is this a good thing, a bad thing? Uh, personally for me, uh, business has been great. Honestly, last, uh, June. So we had unite was in May. Uh, the following month, June was my biggest month since I've been wow. in business. Um, and July is looking very close to that. Like we're, we'll probably match it if not beat last month. Wow. Uh, so I don't still know. Yeah. Like it's, it's a buyer's world right now and inspections are, are, are being had, you know, they're not yeah. getting waived. Um, so really I, I don't know if it's correcting itself um if this is gonna last or not but it's it's going fast right now <laughs> maybe this is a sweet spot you know maybe i think that's what some um kind of you know theorizes that okay rates are higher but yet prices you don't have to pay 50 grand over ask anymore so right. maybe maybe rates are not i guess as as bad of a thing as they were made out to be because i think everyone yeah. looks at me and yeah it makes people's mortgages more mm -hmm. And I, you know, and I know it, it varies from state to state because I know right. back home, my, my, um, my mom and stuff, they're like, oh yeah, you know, nobody's buying out here, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, not out here. Like it is just, I, I think people, you know, nobody's moving to Kansas city, you know, um, whereas Seattle, Washington, it's kind of like a cool place to live, you know, Booming area. environment and stuff like that. So um, we get a lot of people from California, a lot of people from, uh, Colorado, Arizona, I've had clients from. So it just really just varies, I think. Yeah. Uh, where you're at. Looking at the regional numbers. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I, I love hearing that. Of course, we, you know, we're all, we all want the industry to, you know, fare the recession better than most other industries. Home buying is resilient though, man. You know, real estate yeah. is a resilient industry and that's like, yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's a fast one too. It's very fast paced, you know? So do you have, do you have some goals? What are you looking at in terms of growth? Kind of are, are you, um, yeah, where's your head at in terms of where you want to go? Because I know a lot of IEDs about that, about creating kind of your future. Yeah. So um, right now I'm still trying to figure things out. Um, I feel still very new. I know I've been around like a year and you know, so, but shoot, it's starting to really pick up now. So I'm like, you know, 
getting graphs on like, you know, being able to handle everything at once. Mm -hmm. um, I did actually at the beginning start off using ACC mm -hmm. uh, as a call center. I no longer use them, uh, not because there was a bad service or, or what, nothing bad on them at all. Um, I just, at the beginning, I wanted to portray a bigger company than I was. Um, right. You know, so if I, hey, I have a little call center or an office team, like, you know, people think I have people, you know, that kind of thing, right. which they did help. They were great. Um, if I needed an invoice paid, you know, they'd have it, they'd have them called and paid within five minutes. So um, they definitely did a good job, um, but I just didn't use them enough. You know, I was, people wanted to talk to me. Um, so I would either be already be on the phone with them or I'd talk to them on Instagram. Um, so after my first year, I was like, you know what? I don't think we really need to use them anymore. Um, you know, eventually I'll probably have somebody answering my phone. Um, but right now it's not so bad. Um, and now I'm using that money to, to be a part of IEB. So great. Amazing. Um, are you, do you do any other services? Um, or are you thinking about ancillary services and kind of, yeah, so we're thinking about doing, um, well, not thinking we are going to be doing mold and, uh, air testing here shortly. Nice. Uh, but we do do sewer scope. Um, and that's only one right now. Beautiful. Yep. We, uh, we do also do manufactured homes. So we do like the, mm -hmm. the HUD homes, uh, license certificates of those. So. Okay, good. I like yeah. that. I like love hearing that because ancillary, you know, for any new inspectors or first year inspectors, it's like, I've heard that story over and over of yeah, you, you, and you lose business sometimes by not offering the full. That suite. is true. That is definitely true. That's, that's like the main reason I got the sewer scope because I have been on numerous inspections where they're like, man, I'm just really trying to find an inspector that does both. Um, and <laughs> the other guy I use, he doesn't have it either. And I'm just like, huh, you know, like, and I have been asked over a dozen times for sewer scopes. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, there's a few questions I want to hit, hit you with the kind of the rapid fire ones here, okay. unless there's anything interesting in the space or industry, or even from the conference that you want to touch on, like, um, yeah, what, what, what's interesting to you with, from your vantage point? kind of industry-wide um i think coming into it was very uh very cold um you know there's not a lot of help as far as inspectors go um, yeah. they really don't want to help you uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if it's maybe because it's direct competition or or what it is um I, I i just knew that i wasn't going to be like that at all um i've actually even sat down and had coffee with new inspectors being a new inspector myself uh telling them what i'm doing everything that's awesome. Um, like, dude, we can do this. Like I did it. You can do it, you know? Um, and I'm not even that old doing this. So yeah, uh, totally. Um, just, just, yeah. Like it's a very, it's just not that helpful out there. Um, but fine. That's why signing up to IEB was so great. You know, um, I actually had, um, uh, Sterling home inspections reach out to me, which is direct competition. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, do you want to come on a ride along with me? And I'm like, wow. You know, that's so awesome. Like that, that's, that's how I want to be too, you know, cause you know, it, there is so much business out there. It's, it's not worth being that way. You know, um, I, I really just want to see everybody win and it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> and that type of energy is contagious. I think it breeds good things in general when you are willing yeah. to help, um, you know, and there's still, I think, a shortage of amazing professional home inspectors. And so you're right. There is enough to go around, especially when you think, Who's going to be retiring over the next five, you know, four, five, six years? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, not everybody's like you, you know, or your company. So if you just find what makes you different and how you bring value, 
um, and just kind of run with that. That's kind of what we did, you know, just kind of the whole brandy thing. And um, yeah. Where's the name come from? How'd you come up with the name? Uh, accident again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so initially I wanted to be called, uh, I was going to be called Imperial Home Inspection. Mm -hmm. I just like the name of it. Um, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I mean, I, I've seen Star Wars, but I'm not like, you know, uh, Star mm -hmm. Wars. Um, and I had a friend, he's like, Imperial, you know, like the Imperial Army. And I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, he's like, well, you should call yourself a home trooper then since you're not, a, you know, those are storm troopers. And I was like, oh, I go, dude, I kind of like the name of that. Interesting. Like a home trooper, home trooper. And I kept saying it and I was like, you know, it kind of dials in with the whole like military um, thing that I'm doing here. So I was like, you know what? I like it. <laughs> I love so that. That's where it went. Yeah. And you could have the option to create some Star Wars themed content if you ever wanted yeah, to play on that. Uh, May the fourth be with you. You know, <laughs> I did that, and I said, you know, I was like uh, a list of all the different stormtroopers, and I had a home trooper in there, which was just my face. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love that. I yeah. Love that. So, um, we got to shout that friend out. That good. Good for him for coming up with the. Yeah, for sure. It was awesome. Um, what's your favorite tool or toy that you've bought? um tool so i would have to say my gas detector honestly um i i just got one yesterday uh got a gas like yesterday it was on a new build mm -hmm. and um, i had inspected it a month ago but they were still from out of town so they weren't there right and technically i think i'd have i was there too soon because i got there and there was just blue tape everywhere like the builders were still yeah. um finishing up so i inspected it you know the best i could um you know and i was like hey i'll come back out free of charge when you guys get home and just kind of go over the things that I wasn't able to inspect because some things weren't even hooked up yet, you know? Um, so that, that's kind of a problem. Uh, so I went back out there yesterday, literally in 10 minutes, I found a gas leak on the uh, tankless hot water heater. So um, I would have to say that. And, you know, I've pulled that thing out numerous times and the agent has been like, I have never seen the home inspector do that. And I'm huh. like, really? that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, PSA on new construction, new constructions need inspections. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So are, are you getting a, a decent amount of new construction happening kind of up there? My gosh. Yes. So um, I have a buddy in a new construction um, area, pretty much the whole entire neighborhood is new construction mm -hmm. and they're all coming up on their 11 month warranties uh, where mm -hmm. they're getting a home inspection done um, to present to their builder yep. or whatever. Um, and I have gotten probably over a dozen in just that one neighborhood. Uh, cause I, I have like a little A-frame sign that I put out front. Usually when I'm in a home inspection, it says, you know, high quality inspection right here mm -hmm. in progress. Um, and I think people are driving by seeing it. The homeowners are like posting on their little like Facebook community pages. And like, yeah, and I'm, all these people now are calling me like, oh, you just did a home inspection for my neighbor. Uh, can you get one? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, so. Um, it's been great. Yeah. The new builds I've, I've been getting a ton of those and you know, they're pretty straightforward. They're, you know, so the agents are actually recommending to the buyer to, Hey, you need an independent home inspection. Is that how they're finding you? Yeah. yeah. So they'll reach out via their Facebook or just seeing other people in the neighborhood using me, you know, and a lot of the time it's just the client. There's no agent cause they're already yeah. living there. Um, and right. it's just them wanting the home inspection for their own, own, own cause. But I'd love to know some stats on how many new construction buyers get a third-party home inspection. Because yeah, so honestly, I started put, putting like little like picket signs next to like um, new construction like areas, you know, like neighborhoods and stuff like that, because 
I was like, wow, these people just, they just need a home inspector, you know? So, um, and they really, they, you know, they don't, they just go off of who tells them who to call really. So where do you put the picket signs? Just like in the open field that they haven't built on yet or yeah, or wherever there's like a crossing <laughs> or a roundabout, a stop sign, you know, I'll just put it there. And, you know, that's kind of been my thing too. I've used signs. I've never seen a home inspector put out signs ever. I um, love that. Like to me, that's so weird to me. Like yeah. real estate, you see literally everything else, power washing, tree trimming, all of it. I've yeah. never seen a home inspector one. And I'm like, well, now there's going to be. <laughs> that's amazing. That's yeah. such, that's a good nugget right there. I love that because yeah, painters, you know, they put their little sign. Everybody. Up paint your yeah. Everyone. I've never seen a home inspection, you know, and I, I really try to brand my logo because I, I don't want people calling Brian. I want them to call home trooper. That's yeah. like my whole thing. Cause eventually I'm not going to be the guy. Right. Um, that's the goal, really, you know, so I really just put a lot into the logo and, and that, and that's why I kind of made that bit emoji guy. Um, so it kind of distanced me away from that logo a little bit, which right now I, I'm still that guy. So right. I don't mind it, but um, just yeah. kind of thinking for future down the road. That's branding 101, right? Like yeah. put effort into getting the brand in front of people instead of saying, Hey, call Brian, I'm Brian, you know? Yeah, which that that's like the home inspector go-to is just like, hey, I'm your guy. You know, it's like, no, call we are now. your we uh, are your people. Yeah, we. <laughs> yep. And that's I love the intentionality behind that because I think lots of people initially don't know how they don't even know how to present themselves. I, we, but if you're intentional about it, knowing just that the brain, time, we never ever say I. There's never an I. It's just we. It doesn't matter that. if it's just you, it's we. <laughs> Big fan of that. Yeah. Um, so what's one thing you've learned that you should never do as a home inspector? Uh, I would say really, um, be being rude. Um, like, um, I don't know. I I've just encountered so many home inspectors that are very abrupt and just how they portray themselves. You know, they're very just stern when right. they're speaking and you know, the, the best way to relate to people is just be a person. <laughs> so you don't have to be like a hard ass or anything like that. You just come in and actually care. Um, and I think, you know, people can read right through you if you don't care um, right. and, and you'll, you won't get called anymore, you know, and it's just being genuine and caring about, about what you're actually doing and, and, and all of that. So oh. not being rude and just focusing on how your, your, your words are coming out, you know, um, too many times, I think um, inspectors put their foot in their mouth, like saying too much, you know, so um, yeah. Amazing advice. Um what's another piece of advice you'd give a new inspector just starting out? Um, get after it. Um, you know, just stop making excuses and just do it. There, there are so many excuses to think, Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, I don't have my hat ready. I don't have a, you know, business card. I don't have my low. I don't have reviews. There's so many preparation, right? Preparation yeah. is procrastinating. Yeah, you don't need none of that. Just go do it. You don't need fancy tools. You don't need a sewer scope. You just need a business card, a name, and your license and you could go do it, you know, You'll figure out the rest. Yeah. Just go figure it out. Build the ship at sea. Um, it's that, that's, that's, that's really all it's about. Awesome. And then what's your wish list item for us here at Spectora? What, if you had your magic wand. Yeah, there may, this might already exist, but I don't know if it does. Um, an easier way to bill the agent. So like maybe uh, like a button or something I could just press that says bill agent, not client. Um, because I've actually had an agent get pretty uh, butthurt at me recently um, because she signed up as the agent and the client 
And then she was getting double emails and was like, I don't want all these emails. Why are you doing this? And, you know, and then um, I, I also re- do that with um, Secure24 with uh-huh. ADT. So yep. she got the phone call from ADT because I forgot to, um, you know, yeah. check that from sending. And so she got the phone call. So she thought I was spamming her number. Oh. And, everything, and I was like, oh my God, no. It's because you signed up as the client. Uh, you're being treated as a client. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and other than that, if, it, if it's just the client, I have just been like copy pasting, um, you know, the link and just sending it to the client. But a lot of the time, the agent doesn't even want the client to see right. the invoice. They just yeah. want to pay it before they see it. Um, so I don't know if there was a, if there was an easier way to do that or not. Not an easy way. There is, is a manual process, I believe, to just disable an email or to uh, to edit the emails before yeah. they go out of the queue. But I like that one. That's a good one. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. So just maybe just like a button when you're when you're scheduling to just get like send that invoice, not the agreement, but the invoice um, to to just the, the the agent rather than the client. Awesome. Love it um where can people find you man i know we kept you here for about 50 minutes where where do you want to chat with people new inspectors i'm sure you always want to network when they listen to really this. anywhere um you can hit me up you can text me call me uh send me an email uh brian at home trooper.us um my instagram is home.trooper uh same thing with facebook so you can find me on there um i'm usually always on instagram and facebook so if you just send me a dm I, i'll more than likely see it Awesome, man. Um, well, this has been great, man. I love hearing the journey and the success you're having. Yeah, I, I, you're just getting started too. So thank you for having me on, man. This is great. It feels so full circle, you know, just yeah. I listening to this podcast and now I'm on it. So it's like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you're close to episode hundred. I think we're up to like episode 96, 97. So you're oh, getting, wow. you're, you're cool. So you're in the, you're up there, man. So I appreciate you. Inspectors, I highly recommend you going to episode one and listening to every single one. <laughs> Thank I you. Really do that because it, you're going to get so many nuggets. Um, just so many. And even, even the more like slow paced um, episodes, you get a ton There's out. Nuggets of in there, man. Yeah. Tons. So yeah, definitely do that. Awesome. Well, Brian, this has been great, man. I will, we'll definitely be keeping up with your success and, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a part two someday to just keep up after, after some months go by. That'd be awesome, man. Thank you. Awesome. Well, have a good rest of your week, brother. And, uh, enjoy yourself, man. Yeah. You too, man. Thank you. All right.